Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. Good morning. How is everybody doing? Okay. Still here. Nobody has left yet. I hope nobody. Okay. Uh. So I was reflecting that my first time to be here in this building, it was in 2011. I came for a conference of teachers and, and I never thought I was going to come back to teach here. And I'm very happy to be here and I'm glad that I'm coming more often, and thank you to my brothers, Chodo and Koshin, for the invitation. And saying that is, it's about the Dharma. Uh, it's very scary to do this practice, to be honest. Always you are in the edge, but it's so wonderful. And my life is not any more boring <laughs> to be practicing. You know, if, we, if your practice or your life is boring, it's, something is not right. So um, we need to get used to, to this practice of no knowing and to trust. And through the past of the years, doing this Zazen practice, just my, my life is unfolding, unfolding, unfolding. And most of the time, very content, but not so challenging. Challenging, because always we are this evolving. We never end, we never end. If you think that you're gonna find a place that you can say, oh, that's it, I got it. Just, you're wasting your time. <laughs> so, that's the way how we need to approach to this practice. Like a coaching was saying, to really, to refresh, to really bring this fresh mind. Um, and continuously practice and bring curiosity. What is happening? What is really happening? right now, right here. So, we are in the second day of this retreat. Uh, usually the second and the third can be quite challenging for those who are the first time. And not only for, for new people, for everybody. It's like a, when the second or the third day, is like, a, oh my God, I'm doing this again. 
And then, um, so, but it's part, it's part of the journey. So the shin is a journey. And the second and the third day is when, when our mind, or our small mind, start to giving up. Start to saying, like, hey, what are you doing? So, what is, you are not going to check Facebook? You are not going something else to do? What is that stillness? What is this quiet? And, and then we start seeing our mind more busy than we used to feelings and sensations and so much going on. And sometimes if we are not familiar with those uh, restless mind, we get scared, no? And we say, we think that this practice is not working. And then we start making excuses just to skip the moment, just to be present. So it doesn't mean that your practice it's not working, it's really working. But outside of this container, it's really hard to really pay attention what is going on. So if you, are, if you see there are a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings are coming up, it's just totally normal. Um, so just don't worry, just continue practicing. And one thing that's so important to get clear what we are doing here is that the we, have, we have a practice, we have a method that we need to continue. So whatever your practice is, if you are mindfulness of the breathing or be aware of your body or practice koan or doing counting your breath, you, that is your method. That is your method. So, so you, you try to keep this practice constantly, moment by moment. So we are not here to resolve problems. We are not here to analyze or to reflect about what is going on in my life and what is my relationship or my job or, or try to change yourself to be a better person. All those things right now, right here, are not necessary. So don't try to resolve all your problems in this retreat. <laughs> because it's not going to be possible. <laughs> so, so sometimes we come to the retreat with agenda. I'm going I'm to come to the retreat because I really had to find out why I'm so angry or why why I have uh, troubles with my relationship or, or whatever is happening to you in your everyday life. So it's not necessary. So all these problems that we have, we can res resume in just one problem, on just one question. And the question might be, what is my relationship with this life? What is my relationship with this life? What am I doing with this life? What am I doing with this body? How would I to live this life fully? Am I showing up or am I missing life? So that, and maybe during this retreat you can go to the essence 
to the core of those questions. And, and just to give you uh, what does it mean, Seshin? The word Seshin means touching the heart, touching the mind. So Seshin is going to really go to the essence of yourself, to find your true self, and to see in your, your Buddha nature. When you see that, when you know in yourself, maybe it's on big changes, maybe they're going to happen in your life. So that is the opportunity that we are here in this week, just to really go deep in, our, in ourselves, knowing, knowing this mind, to become intimate, what am I, what I am. So one of the, of the challenge that we face during sessions, during retreats, or even with anything to engage, is that we haven't decided yet that we are going to do this. We have to become really honest and sincere and make a decision. So the, to commit, just to the, Sometimes it takes time to really arrive fully to this practice, to this retreat. We are still, we are here, but still checking out and, and counting the days and see, oh, maybe for, maybe this afternoon I'm going to bring more energy, maybe I need shower, maybe I need more coffee or whatever. We are still <laughs> just in defense and not really fully diving. So, so make a decision and commit commit to, to do this practice fully, really, really, really dive into this practice every single period. Um, so, so what does it mean to, to do this practice wholeheartedly? So means to really be sincere with yourself. Really sincere and really honest and also vulnerable. So that's what means and also with commitment. To commit to show up fully sincere. And the commitment is to stay in the process, to stay in the journey. It's about the process, it's not so much about about the end. It's just what is happening every single moment during this week, during this session. Um, we do many things here. As you see, we do rituals, and we walk in a certain way. We, uh, we, we use our hands doing what we call mudras. And there is one mudra that is gasho, bring your hands together. So when we bring our hands together, that is what means wholeheartedly. That's, we are symbolizing to really dive into this practice. So, 
So we just we take for granted just to do this because everybody is doing this. So I'm gonna do it while I'm praying. We are not praying. So we are just really checking our hearts, our mind, to really fully hear and do it wholeheartedly. So that's what symbolizes all this oh, this gasho that we coming. So we are bringing all ourselves. Not only the person that wants to be good, not only the person who wants to wake up, and also the person who doesn't want to be here. You know, the person that has a challenge, you know, or, or shortcomings, and also we are bringing, everything is included in this practice. Everything is included, nothing is left. So that's are the, really the ingredients to do this practice. So, Another other thing that we see as a practice that is so interesting um, to see it, the that is getting lost a little bit with by generations is the practice of ritual, practice of service. And then just to be here and then three people come and put you uh, the lecture and then later you talk and your cup of water. Why not just we set up this already and then I just come and see it. <laughs> I think it's easier. But no, it has, it has a meaning. It has a meaning to really slow down, to slow down and to connect with the people who are serving you. And, and also the, the whole rituals and services are the intentions just to experience, to experience one body, one mind, just moving through. So in, this, in these times, in these times, that's okay? In the, yeah, I think I got it, I got it. In these times, uh, we are so individualistic. We are so individualistic. Sometimes it's very interesting to watch in, well, like in Southern California, maybe here in New York, the, and the traffic, you know, all the, line, all the lanes are full and then the carpool is almost empty. <laughs> Everybody has got their own car, you know. And then now we have, every, every, every one, we have a, our personal phone. So we are, we are getting so individualistic. And these, and these times, that when we create this practice, this service, so we try to do a sense of community, a uniform. And that what, 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 it, what it does, this practice, is really trigger our preferential mind. So we can have a schedule, and we can do many things optional, and it's going to be very difficult to show up. Our mind is going to say, Wow, uh, I think I need to rest now. But because nothing is optional, we support each other in this retreat. That's where we show up. So even if you are tired or not, you know that somebody's doing Zazen, so you come. Um, and then, and then the, the rituals, the service, using the, those chants, using our body, is like I say, to really experience that oneness. So we go to the, to the meditation, to the meditation. We go to the dining hall, and we sell our food, and we wait for everybody to be, to be served, and we wait. And then we chant and we sit. 
So that's what, what, what we are doing to really, really become one, just one body, you know, and to draw our preferential mind. So to end my, my talk, so realizing through the years of this practice, doing this practice, I can resume three elements the, the practice can really flourish. Um, so, or, or this practice work in us. One is like a, to have a practice, to have the method, stay with the method. Uh, see the man, they jump into one thing to another thing. So just stay with the method. So this mindfulness, of the breath, of the body, just come back. We have our anchor. If you have your koan, really practice your koan fully. Uh, so this meditation practice is not positive thinking or is not resolving a problem. It's just to really be present, be aware. And using the breath, using our body as an anchor, it helps us just to be here. When, I, when we disconnect, we go into our thinking and today dreaming, just realize that, just come back, come back to your body, come back to your breath. Stay, stay in the method. So that is the practice. Um, and another piece is to be patient. That's what we are going to learn in the beginning of doing this practice, is to really be patient. So what is patience? So patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay or any trouble. I, I, I think here, patience is the capacity to accept ourselves, to really accept ourselves. So that is a um, virtue that we are going to cultivate. Just give, give, give patience to this practice. So changing things doesn't happen just quickly. It takes time. So moment by moment, zazen by zazen, day by day. So you build that patience. And the last one is perseverance. So that's come back to the wholeheartedly way to do this. Perseverance is like a in these times, we are no anymore, we are no cultivating that, that practice of perseverance. We want everything express, everything fast. We don't have patience and we don't have to go all the way. So here in this session is, is a wonderful opportunity to build that, that perseverance, to go all the way through, all the way through. No shortcomings, just all the way through really. And, 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 and finish, finish what you started. That is a good practice. So I don't know if you realize, but every time that we stand up from the cushion and we're gonna leave the hall, we, we turn and we fix our mat and cushion. So this is what we are building. We are building this sense of completion. You know, that is the practice. So, when, when, you f when you start something, you finish something. So that is the persevering practice. So 
And the last piece with the pass of, of Zazen, with the time of doing this practice, one of the gifts of this practice is that you are building confidence, that you are building trust. You start learning how to trust yourself. And then start learning that whatever this mind is telling you is not really truth. Whatever you are perceiving in life, all these filters that we have, they start falling down. And that, to see clearly, uh, build confidence in yourself. Um, build trust. And then you have to trust this Zazen practice, this silence that we are cultivating here. And that way you, you will trust yourself. And then to end, uh, I'd like to read a quote by Maisumi Roshi, uh, the teacher of Enor Lineage. It's a very beautiful, beautiful quote about trusting. So have a good trust in yourself. Not in the one that you should be, but in the one that you are. Not in the, in the, in the person of the future. Just really, who is doing this practice? That is the most important thing. Thank you.